service. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Disgraceland is brought to you by Disgraceland All Access. Disgraceland All Access membership is your chance to support the show and get ad-free listening, an exclusive scripted episode every month, and exclusive bonus content every week, plus access to an always-on chat with me and your fellow discos. Visit disgracelandpod.com slash membership or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. Hey, discos. Need a little more Disgraceland in your life? just a touch to get you through? Yeah, me too. This is the podcast that comes after the podcast. Welcome to Disgraceland, the after party. Welcome to the Disgraceland bonus episode, a little thing we like to call the after party. This is the show after the show, the party after the party, the bridge to get you from one full episode of Disgraceland to the other, the backyard to dig into the dirt. On this episode, we are talking about the MC5, a Badlands announcement, Bob Dylan's Gotta Serve Somebody, and of course, your voicemails, your texts, your DMs, and more, and as always, a whole lot of Rosie. All right, discos, let's get into it. All right, all right, all right. Do you guys, you guys remember where you were when you first heard punk rock or maybe when you first heard rock and roll or maybe it was neither. Maybe it was the first time you heard heavy metal or hip hop or whatever music it was that was extra, that gave you that extra bit of gas That shot of adrenaline that made you as a kid or a young adult just sit back and marvel at the awesomeness and the energy that was unfolding in front of you. A new kind of energy, that new shit, that extra thing. You thought you'd seen and heard it all before. You were into metal, you were into Priest and ACDC and Black Sabbath, and then someone plays you Black Flag and the Misfits and Husker Du, and your whole fucking world opens up. Your brain explodes because there's a new gear, a gear that you didn't know was possible, that makes it possible to go faster, to go harder, to go deeper. I'm guessing that we all had some version of this experience, even if it wasn't with, you know, going from metal to punk or from R&B to soul or from disco to hip hop or whatever. I think we've all had some version of this experience where you hear that new thing and it just, it just, it, it just shows you these possibilities that you didn't know could exist. And I hope we've all had it. 
I mean, I've had it for sure. I've talked about it before. I just talked about it two seconds ago. Um, but the real thing is I've actually had it happen at least twice. I had it, like I said, above when I discovered punk and hardcore, the same punk and hardcore that every kid who grows up in the 80s and 90s discovers. But then later, as a young adult, much later, many years after discovering and subsequently listening to punk and hardcore records, and again, as a young adult, later on, I discovered the MC5. And there it was, another gear. God damn, what was this? What was this energy? It was faster, it was louder, it was more fucked up and more dangerous. And it happened before all the punk stuff happened. How, how hadn't I heard this before? Hearing the MC5 for the first time, it fucked me up. Not just because of how good it was, but because I had that hardcore feeling of real regret. I'd never experienced the MC5 live. It just wasn't going to happen. And if the band made me feel like this when I watched them on some grainy VHS footage or whatever... What the hell would it have made me feel like if I saw them live in person? I'll never know. I still get that feeling. I got that feeling when I was researching the MC5 for this past episode of Disgraceland and not just reading about them, but going back and watching YouTube clips and just being like, oh my God, this band, just impossible to explain. I barely even try to describe it in the latest episode of Disgraceland. Uh, it's a fool's errand. It's impossible to do. I know that. I wasn't there. But that's not the reason I can't explain it. I can't explain it because the MC5 is wholly different from most bands on almost every level. Wholly different than almost every other band in rock and roll history. And I can tell you that. I know that. I, I know, And I know that I can't come close to touching what they were like live with words. No one can. I don't know how I know this, I just do, okay? That said, the band's history and the criminal antics of their guitar player, Wayne Kramer, those things can be explained. And you can hear all of that and about the band's revolutionary formative years, the completely fucked up world of Detroit that they were operating in in the late 60s amidst like a real political insurrection and fucking crazy violence at, at a scale seldom seen domestically in our country's history. Just banana stuff. Tanks rolling down the street, showing up in dudes' front yards. All characteristics of time and place and circumstance that contributed to the incredible uniqueness and raging soul that was the MC5. Fuck. This band, for a minute anyway, was the greatest band on the planet. And then he blinked, and they weren't. And their members, they barely made it out alive. Wayne Kramer in particular. Heroin, breaking and entering, prison, and then, of course, redemption. Dope, guns, and fucking in the streets. Ladies and gentlemen, I just gave you a fucking testimonial. I gave you the MC5. It's in your feeds right now. Check it out. I, I hope you're not disappointed. I did my best to explain slash not explain the band. If you don't know the band... Go YouTube their early shit. Just check out my episode. It's all in there. And buckle up, okay? Great, great, great American rock and roll. All right, next week, we have another truly American character as well coming into the feeds. I want you to get ready for one of the most violent, most depraved, and most completely fucked up stories that I've ever told. It's the story of blues musician Skip James. I told this story live at the Newport Folk Festival uh, last summer in tribute to Skip James, who had performed back at Newport in the early 60s as part of his sort of resurrection. Um, and 
And given that medium, you know, live on stage, 25 minute set, uh, musical accompaniment, I, I wasn't able to go into nearly enough of the gory and horrific details that make up Skip James's story. Uh, just this story reminded me of like a 20th century Western in some weird way, but just, you know, with 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 just completely unhinged. It's totally fucked up. It's 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 the story of a man living in the pre-modern world who ends up uh, a, a, a completely in one of the most unique situations possible in the modern world. It's it's nuts. This is one of my favorite Disgraceland episodes. Um, the team here loved making it as well. It's one of Matt Matt Bowden, the guy who mixes most of our stuff. It's all of our stuff, actually. It's uh, it's it's his favorite Disgraceland episode. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to hear this. Skip James is the next new full episode of Disgraceland coming your way uh, in what will be Tuesday, April 17th, next in your feed, Skip James. All right? Get ready for that. As always, we've got a ton of archive episodes that were previously exclusive. We're releasing those still. They're coming your way. We've been doing this all year. This is what happens, guys, when you have over 100 episodes in your archive you, and you're coming out of this exclusive arrangement. I can't just dump them all on you at once. I got to drip them out. That's what we've been doing. I hope you're digging it. Um, this week's no different. We got new stories on the Rolling Stones, uh, Studio 54, low-key one of my favorite Disgraceland episodes. Love the music we did in this one, by the way. Uh, got an episode on Prince and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of more Disgraceland. Of course, you know the drill. There is even more music and true crime storytelling happening over on our YouTube channel with 60-second music misadventure shorts. That's youtube.com slash at disgracelandpod. Get on over there and subscribe for our visual music and true crime storytelling. All right, I'm going to catch my breath, take a quick break, and I will be back in a flash. All right, Discos, let's get into what has become my favorite part of the—I was going to say the after party, but actually what I mean is it's actually my favorite part of doing this job almost, this sort of conversation we have that we've kind of stumbled into here, um, and this conversation that that goes both ways each week. I hope you're feeling it coming back at you. Let's be real. We've always been having some sort of conversation since Disgraceland launched five years ago, but as a mechanism of this bonus after party episode thing we're doing, we started, as you know, this call in line. We've got voicemails and texts, uh, and we've added another layer of communication. So I'm here for it, and quite honestly, I like it so much that I'm trying to figure out other ways that we can engage like this. Um, in the meantime, though, let's get let's get into the voicemails. 617-906-6638. Voicemail, leave me a message, send me a text, 617-906-6638. Uh, like I said, send me a text, drop me a voicemail, just like this mass hole here from the 978. Hey, Jake, fellow mass hole calling here. Hey, if you remember back in the late 80s and early 90s, right before grunge became a huge thing, there was this whole music scene out of Manchester, England. They call it Madchester. It was like the Stone Roses and Happy Mondays. It's basically drug-fueled, psychedelic dance music. I think that would be an interesting topic for a show, particularly the Happy Mondays and their lead singer, Sean Ryder. They basically sold ecstasy at all their gigs. So anyways, keep doing what you're doing. Love it. Take care. Bye. 
Dude, great idea. I touched on the Manchester scene uh, a bit in the Oasis episodes that I did, but what you're talking about, a deeper dive into the Manchester scene through Happy Mondays, that is super interesting, super compelling, um, and I'm into it. It's a great suggestion. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Thank you. Let's do another voicemail, and then I got a ton of text, so I'm going to spend more time this week doing text than I normally do. Do one more voicemail. Um, let's put the voicemail from Paul in the 315. Hello, this is Lou from the 315. Uh, for your episode, I know you were looking for something maybe different. This, this is kind of cool. It's from Pink Floyd. One of these days, I'm going to cut you into little tiny pieces. Listen to it here. It's pretty cool. Let me know what you think. Peace out. Your show's great. We love it. All right, I played this because I don't really know what Paul is referencing here. It sounds like Paul might be wasted. But I suspect that what he's saying is, is that if we dig into these songs, parts of these songs any, anyways. There's sort of violent true crime parts, like in Pink Floyd's I'm Going to Cut You to Little Pieces from their song One of These Days and how that might make for good episode fodder. And I have to agree with you, Paul. Uh, one of the things I'm trying to do, guys, and you heard the results of this effort in the Lou Reed episodes that I just released a couple weeks ago, one of the things I'm trying to do is use some of the darker material uh, that's in the music of the subjects that I cover as jumping off points into areas of exploration of these artists rather than just doing, you know, artist commits X crime, but how does true crime either get represented in their songs as uh, using that as a means for me to sort of explore the artist, kind of go back the other way rather than just doing this sort of peanut butter and chocolate straight music and true crime thing that we've been doing. Um, I'll always do it all. I'm just, you know, trying new ways to entertain you guys and frankly to keep myself interested to make it challenging for me as a writer. Um, you'll hear what I'm talking about a little bit more in the upcoming Bruce Springsteen episode of Disgraceland. It's coming out in a couple weeks, uh, but I don't want to give that away. I'm just saying that this approach that Paul is suggesting is one that I take in that Boss episode. And, and Paul, if I'm hearing you correctly, and honestly, dude, I don't know that I am, but if I am, I will... Uh, I, I'll look into this Pink Floyd one of these days thing. Maybe it's, maybe there's an interesting way to get back into the story of Pink Floyd uh, through this song. All right, let's do some text. 617-906-338. Like I said, you can text me, you can voicemail me. Um, some of the texts I respond to just uh, in the app and some I respond to on here. Like this one from the 415. All right, this is uh, for the 415. They say succession, colon, if, parentheses, hard if. The kids close the pierce deal. Will they fail it into a tortured four-chain appendage? <laughs> Leading Logan to buy it for $1. Two, the picture show. Your thoughts on Harold and Maude. Your work, as it ins your work has an insanely positive effect on my life. Thank you. Uh, more than thank you. That's what they say. JJ. And then JJ leaves his or her number. Um... Well, uh, I, I watched, as I'm sure a lot of you guys did, the latest episode of of um, Succession that was released this past Sunday. So part of your question here is irrelevant, but uh, I like the idea of it being turned into a tortured 4chan appendage. That's kind of hysterical. Uh, I'm still, I, everyone's watching Succession. I know I'm clearly still watching. I'm all caught up. That last episode was freaking bananas. I'm looking forward to when the season wraps and we can talk about this more fully. I don't want to get into anything here that's going to spoil it for anyone. So uh, we'll just keep touching at the succession thing here week to week uh, until we find a reason to go deeper. Uh, let's see what else we got here from the 240. Hey, Jake, Caroline from Baltimore here started listening to Disgraceland last week. Wow. Hey, Caroline. Good to know you. 
Welcome. Welcome to Disgraceland. Uh, she says, started listening to Disgraceland last week and I'm totally hook. Hook! Exclamation point. Been listening nonstop, even during work. If you like hockey, have you seen the Netflix documentary Untold Crimes and Penalties? I have. It's about CT waste management. I've seen this. Who bought a local hockey team? Totally ridiculous, very silly, lots of hockey fights, and the weirdest, best soundtrack. Thanks for everything. All the best. I saw that episode of, um, uh, God, what is the name of this Netflix thing? Does she have it in here? The Netflix documentary Crime and Penalties? I think. I think the name of the series is actually Untold, and Crime and Penalties is the episode name. I could be wrong. But the one she's referencing on hockey, this Netflix series, um, is fucking great. And if you have not seen it, guys, go watch it. It's hysterical uh, and highly entertaining. Really great doc. All right, Caroline, thanks for texting. Guys, 617-906-6638 from the 203. Hot damn, Jake. After hearing your after-party recommendation of Muddy Waters is hard again, here I am in my kitchen rocking as hard as I can while peeling potatoes. Actually, fuck the potatoes. Too awesome not to boogie. That's what I'm talking about, 203. I told you, I'm not going to steer you guys wrong on my music recommendations. Hard Again is where it is. Hey, Jake, this is from 716. I'm TJ, spelled T-J-A-Y, from Buffalo, New York. Huge fan of this Graceland podcast. Dude, I would love some episodes on Old Blues Guys, Muddy Waters, BB King, etc., or a ZZ Top episode. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. All right, TJ, I got a ZZ Top thing in the works, coming in a little bit. Um, nothing, not, I haven't put pen to paper yet, but I know what I'm going to do there. I got a solid point of view, solid idea. I'm still to do it. Um, if you were listening here, TJ, earlier in this After Party episode, we talked about uh, Skip James and uh, Old Blues Guy. You're going to hear that soon. You're also going to uh, hear some news on Robert Johnson soon as well. I'm excited to bring you that. So yeah, we got more blues coming. Hang in there. All right. Let's see here. 814. All right. This is what I've been waiting for. This is the shit. It's a picture uh, it's actual. It's actually multiple pictures here. One, two, three, four, five Jimmy Buffett albums, early stuff from the 814. Jake, here's the best Buffett albums to really wet your chops. This was pre-Margaritaville days and more of storytelling songs like you do so well in your great podcast. The four are Jimmy's first four albums telling tales of his many beachside adventures. The live recording is a great way to spend a warm New England afternoon with a six-pack of your favorite. Well, that would be Rockarola. I don't know if you know about this, but I've got a beer. It's called Rockarola. It's distributed and made by Orono Brewing in Maine, but you can find it all throughout Massachusetts and in Maine. So uh, I digress. Going back to the text, you can enjoy with a six-pack of your favorite and maybe a few friends with theirs. Enjoy John T. John T., thanks, dude. Thank you for the Jimmy Buffett recommendations and for giving me a chance to plug my new beer, Rockarola. Anyways, let's go back. Let's do some more text. 617-906-6638 from the 302. Did you know that Sean Bateman from Rules of Attraction and Patrick Bateman from American Psycho are brothers? Come on, man. You think I'm an amateur? Of course I did. Do you know the Vincent Vega and Vic Vega from Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogger Brothers? I see your Bateman brother, and I one-up you, my Vega brothers. Let's see here. What do we got here? 781, per your comment about flawless script, I concur. I don't know what they're talking about. Going to keep going here. From the 206. Hey, Brother Jake, it's Big Tony here in my top five 90s drama slash crime movies. Untouchables, higher learning. This is in reverse order. Five, Untouchables. Four, Higher Learning. Three, Menace to Society. Two, Boys in the Hood. One, New Jack City. Solid fucking list, man. New Jack City. Uh, just amazing movie. Great movie. I've seen a bunch of these. They're all really fucking good. I don't know that I love Untouchables, though. 
I don't know. I don't know that I do. All right, what else we got? The 440 texting Jake. It's Matt from the 440 now in the 480. <laughs> I love these the uh, area code specificity. Definitely feeling your last bonus episode. Muddy Waters is magnificent and George Benson is the man. I am a former police officer in Arizona and I met George Benson on a call a few years ago. He was super gracious and welcoming. I got to see his studio and memorabilia, which was unbelievable. He is from Pittsburgh and I'm from Cleveland. So every time after that, I saw him walking his dog. I would always yell, go Browns on the patrol vehicle loudspeaker. And I would typically get a Top Gun salute back, giving him the bird, you know, the finger. Uh, rock and roll, brother. Keep up the great work. And there's a picture here of uh, Officer Matt with George Benson. Officer Matt's in his uniform and George Benson is wearing a sharp blue top. That's fucking cool, man. Love that text. Thank you. All right. One more from the 716. I'm a female. <laughs> And loved Boogie Nights. Marky Mark is so goofy. What's not to love? Plus the music really grooves. Nicole in Buffalo. Nicole, I totally fucking agree. Um, Good stuff, Nicole. All right, let's do some Facebook messages here. Facebook peeps, I, I apologize. I find that I don't use Facebook enough. I need to start. I need to open the app more. You know what I don't like about it? I don't like that you need to go to another app to get to your messages. I find that to be annoying. Uh, as a result, I don't check my messages that often. But I'm gonna make I'm gonna I'm gonna be better about that. This one's from Sandy Bloom on Facebook. She says, uh, "Okay, some people binge watch. I binge listen. And since I stumbled into Disgraceland last week, uh, I have listened to most of what you have so brilliantly put out there. God damn! All caps, three exclamation points. I'm Sandy, and I'm an addict. I also am a fellow entrepreneur, and I have an idea." Interested in collaborating on a group gathering for your junkies. Uh, <laughs> discos. You must have me confused with another true crime podcaster. Uh, the listeners are called discos, not junkies. You know this, Sandy. Even though you're new, you know. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and edit what you said here. Interested in collaborating on a group gathering for your discos. I own a travel agency. and want to help you host a group cruise or cruiser land uh, where it can get super intense <laughs> And maybe you can offer some exclusive swag. I think you could be creating a free vacation for you and your wife, plus a little cash in your pocket. My favorite episode so far, fucking Marley. That was insane. Well, what do you guys think about that? Well, if we did some sort of like uh, meetup, get together, something cool, I don't know what, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. Friends of mine are in a band. They're doing a cruise for their for their fans. That's cool. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do a cruise. But uh I don't know. What could we come up with? Ideas? Hit me. What kind of cool Disgraceland event could we do besides just a live show and uh, not a cruise? Um, something. Something around storytelling, music, of course, perhaps film. I don't know. I don't know. Let's start talking about it. Let's start thinking about it. 617-906-6638. Let's use Sandy's message here as a jumping off point. Also hit me up on Facebook, wherever, Instagram, whatever, TikTok, Twitter, at Disgraceland Pod. Um, and I will respond just like I do to the voicemails and the texts. we got another Facebook here from Ralph Solis. I've been listening to the pod for a little bit now, and I was wondering if you have already or even thought about covering Gary Stewart. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Now, listen. Listen, Ralph Solis. I could have just Googled Gary Stewart, but I didn't. I don't know who the fuck Gary Stewart is. 
I should. I know I should. I know I'm going to get 10 gazillion messages after this. You don't fuck Gary Stewart's the second guitar player in fuck fuck band or whatever. But, you know, I don't, I don't know who he is. I'm not going to pretend I know everything. I don't. I don't. Although I probably do know. <laughs> I just don't know if you know what I mean. Uh, so, Ralph, maybe, maybe, man, let's figure out who Gary Stewart is first as a start. And we'll take it from there. All right. Thanks for writing, Ralph. All right. Let's move into some Instagram DMs from Ann Coatney. Hello, my friend. Greetings from Boulder, Colorado. I've been catching up lately and wanted to let you know that Bjork, uh, she's mentioning Bjork here because we just did a Bjork story over on our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash at description. Graceland Pod. Go check that out. Uh, I've been catching up lately. Uh, this is what Ann says and wanted to let you know that Bjork used to be my next door neighbor for a time when I lived in New York City. She was seeing the artist Matthew Barney. Check him out if you don't know him. I do know him. He's fantastic. And he had a studio slash loft next door to my place. I had kind of a nodding acquaintance with Bjork so much so that when my friends threw a birthday party for me on our roof, we saw Bjork and Matthew and we invited them. And they declined but wished me a happy day and a very fun memory. Uh, so cool. And then she goes on right here. From the same era, I was living in the meatpacking district in New York City and used to frequent this cool French diner a block away. I saw Lou Reed and Laurie Anderson there a lot. Lou was as sour as you would expect, lol. I'm sure I have other tales to share as I listen to more of this season. Other thoughts. Sade is Sage, Sage. I can never say it. Sade is the absolute bomb and always has been. I've always been a George Benson fan since I was a kid. This season kicks some serious ass. Keep on keeping on rock and roll. All right, Ann Coatney. Awesome story. Love that. Love it when people have serious real world interactions with some of the subjects that we uh, talk about in Disgraceland and hit me up with their personal stories. Very cool. Keep it coming. All right, let's do one more DM here. Um, this is from Rat Tailed Jimmy on the Instagram who says, Man, the Guns N' Roses episode got me right in the teenage angst, exclamation point. My buddy grew up in Edmonton, Alberta, and they used to skate outside the arenas and listen to bands. And they were there when Guns N' Roses opened for the cult. Izzy Stradlin came creeping out of the shadows after their set and sold these kids tickets to the cult for like 15 bucks. I love that. I love that. Always on the hustle, Izzy Stradlin. All right, you know how to get in touch with me, guys. You can call me, 617-906-6638. You can leave me a text. You can send me a voicemail. Or you can send me a DM or a message on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, at DisgraceLandPod. I'm going to take a quick break, sip it some tea, drink some water, do some push-ups, come back, and do the recommendations part. Hey, Discos, it's Jake here. Thank you so much for listening to Disgraceland. Your support truly means a lot to me, and it's because of you that my team and I are able to make this show. If you want more Disgraceland, if you want more regular interactions with me and the community of Disgraceland listeners, or if you simply want to listen to the show ad-free, go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership, or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. For just five bucks a month, you can listen to every episode of Disgraceland ad-free. Plus, you'll get one brand new exclusive episode every month. You'll also get weekly unscripted bonus content, special audio collections, and early access to merch and events. There are two ways that you can support the show and become a member at disgracelandpod.com slash membership. You can sign up using Patreon and listen to the show ad-free on Apple, Spotify, and most other major podcast platforms. 
And Patreon members also get access to all the other perks of membership and an always-on chat where I'll be interacting with you and diving deeper into the world of Disgraceland. But maybe you're currently an Apple Podcast subscription listener and you want to just tap into all the bonus audio content and ad-free listening that we're offering. We're also offering this membership as a premium channel on Apple Podcasts. However you choose to join, all you got to do is go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Support the show for just $5 a month, five bucks, or sign up for an annual plan and get two months free. Come join me and your fellow discos at Disgraceland All Access by visiting disgracelandpod.com slash membership. All right, it's the recommendations part. This is the recommendations part, the part of the after party where I recommend the things that I'm reading, the things that I'm watching, the things that I'm listening to, and I recommend them to you, and then you provide your recommendations to me, and we discuss. So I'm going to use this part of the show to make an announcement of sorts and talk about some slight programming additions that we have coming your way. All right, Badlands, you know Badlands, our Disgracelands spinoff show, a show that deals uh, not with the true crimes of rock stars, but instead with the true crimes of your favorite Hollywood stars and sports heroes. Badlands is coming back and coming back strong and coming back soon. We are launching our next season on May 3rd with our episode on Richard Pryor. In the meantime, you may have noticed that we've reactivated the feed, the Badlands feed. We've been dropping a couple uh, previously released episodes to keep it warm. But like I said, starting on May 3rd, the Badlands feed will have not one, but two new episodes per week. And we'll continue at that clip uh, on an always-on basis, just like Disgraceland. Full episodes will be released on Wednesdays. And, and, and I will be doing a Badlands bonus episode on Fridays. The Badlands bonus episode is going to be a lot like the after party, but it will, of course, be Badlands and largely film focused as opposed to, of course, being Disgraceland and music focused. I'm going to call the Badlands bonus episode the rap party. All right. So if you're not subscribed to Badlands, if you want stories on Richard Pryor, on Robin Williams, on John Belushi, on Carrie Fisher, on Will Smith, on Anna Nicole Smith, on Mel Gibson, Marlon Brando, James Dean, Marilyn Monroe, Hugh Grant, Roman Polanski, Jane Mansfield, and more. If you want to hear those stories, you need to go to the Badlands feed and whatever podcast app you use and subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, SiriusXM, does not matter. It's available wherever. Go, iHeart, wherever you're at, go subscribe to Badlands. You're not going to get the Richard Pryor, the Jane Mansfield, the Marlon Brandos, the you're, the Robin Williams. You're not going to get these episodes in the Disgraceland feed. So I'm going to be, I'm going to have this whole other fucking party going on. We're going to be talking about all these crazy actors, same format as Disgraceland, this whole other show. It's going to be happening and you're not going to get those stories unless you are subscribed to the Badlands feed. Let's blow this shit up. All right. Search Badlands in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Subscribe. Okay. Make sure you get the episodes as they come out. I'm fucking stoked for this next season. I've never been this excited for a Badlands season launch. Not even since, not even the first one we did. That one happened. It happened like so fast and I was kind of running by the seat of my pants. This one, we've taken our time. 
We've got this thing figured out. I'm very excited. In the wrap party, the bonus episode, it's going to be different. It's going to be different than the after party, okay? You're basically going to be getting uh, all new content in a, in, in a similar format, but new content, film-related content. I think the film and TV recommendations that I'm doing here in the after party are going to live in the wrap party, in the Badlands bonus episode, just because it's it's that's the subject we do over there. We do film over there, okay? We'll keep this music uh, focused here. We'll do the film and TV stuff over there. And we're going to have other elements of the show over there, engagement pieces that we're not doing here. So you're not going to want to miss that. That's going to be me. It's going to be me blabbing for another 30, 45 minutes a week, um, offering up new shit, new content, new whatever. You're going to have to get it over there. So subscribe to Badlands. We're coming quick, May 3rd. All right? All right. In the meantime, though, some recommendations, okay? I'm going to start with what I listen to. It was Easter Sunday, this past Sunday, Easter Sunday. So I thought, all right, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to dial up one of Bob Dylan's records from his much derided Christian era, uh, it being the holy day and all. So while I was out in my yard, get my smoker ready, I smoked some ribs. I smoked a whole chicken, did a whole rack of baby back ribs, new smoker. Everything came out great. I had the Holy Spirit going through me, and I think it was part partly due to Bob Dylan's slow train to come and had that record on, never really listened to that record from start to finish. It's incredible. You got to serve somebody that song, obviously the standout track, but when are you going to wake up another amazing song? Sounds like it was written about the exact moment in time we're living through right now. This record's fantastic. Of course, it's not as good as the golden era Dylan stuff, blood on the tracks, blonde on blonde, but what, but what is right right? Nothing is. Uh, but it's an awesome album, despite it not being secular. So I'm not sure why that matters to people. But if you haven't listened to Slow Train of Coming for this or for whatever reason, go ahead and check it out. You're going to dig it. All right. Also, weirdly, I spent last week listening to a lot of disco. You'll hear why in a minute. Uh, but specifically, Nile Rodgers' self-titled Chic album from 1977 is tremendous. If you know disco or funk or soul or 70s 80s pop music you're going to know this record but if you don't trust me just just go just get on whatever music app you use type in chic and go for the self-titled one from 77 it's great and it's got me it just it has me thinking that this whole stupid attitude that's prevailed for for years now going back to disco this i hate disco thing you know anyone who says that about the music is um, just, just I just question their tastes. Like I get it if you just objectively don't like something. I totally understand that. But to just say it sucks and to discount that it's music or discount the fact that it has any merit creatively is asinine. And for those who just dismissed disco culture as a culture, well, I've got serious questions about your character. Um, why anyone would diss an entire culture that isn't out to hurt anyone or, or cause any harm in any way uh, is, is beyond me. I don't get it. Um, but I think if you're one of the knuckle draggers who's out there just dismissing uh, disco culture like that bullshit that went on at Tiger Stadium when they blew up those disco records and, and all that, um, 
yeah, whatever. You should take a long look in the fucking mirror. Uh, you got serious issues. Uh, disco was an incredibly inclusive culture at a time when that was that was necessary for a lot of the people who were partaking in that culture, um, and it was it was fucking phenomenal. Some great music came out of that world in that scene, and of course, it became over commercialized. And I get why there was a reaction against it. That's natural. That's just the pendulum swinging back. All right, but. That whole disco sucks uh, bass argument is just gross to me. And I say all this, you're like, why the fuck is he talking about disco? Well, a couple of reasons. One, coincidentally, the disco Studio 54 episode of Disgraceland uh, it was previously exclusive. It's being released this week. You can hear that. And I get into this take in there. But specific to this block of the after party, the recommendations block, uh, this new series, uh, the second season, I should say, of a newish series on HBO has launched called Music Box. Um, this is sort of like Bill Simmons' version of the 30 for 30 thing, but with music, I guess, kind of. Um, anyhow, they have this Jason Isbell was the uh, – this documentary on Jason Isbell was the season two, episode one uh, piece that launched. And I started watching it, and it was good, and it reminded me that I missed most of most of – of season one. So I went back and I, I dialed up some of the old episodes and I watched this episode called Mr. Saturday Night, uh, deals heavily with, uh, the, 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 the main sort of empresario and producer behind, uh, 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 the movie Saturday Night Fever and the soundtrack, which was insanely successful. Both things were incredibly successful, but it's also just as a, as a documentary, it's done really well. And it just, it gives you that 70s New York thing that I just fucking love. I need it. I need to pump it in my veins every couple months or so. Um, so that's out. It's called Mr. Saturday Night. It's been out for a while, actually. Check that out. But Music Box is the greater, uh, the overarching series that's on HBO. And like I said, episode one of of season two just launched on Jason as on Jason Isbell. It's, it's good. Check that out. I don't know what's coming for the rest of the season for season two, but I'm sure it'll be great. All right. Uh, what I am reading, I'm reading Bill Janovitz's book on Leon Russell. Bill Janovitz, of course, uh, is my buddy Scott's older brother. Bill's from Buffalo Tom. He has a new book uh, on a musician, on musician Leon Russell called The Master of Space and Time's Journey Through Rock and Roll History. It is awesome. I didn't know much about Leon Russell going into this it's it's a fantastic introduction. I'm sure it's a great set piece for those who do know Leon Russell and our fans, or just rock and roll fans in general. Uh, hell, Buffalo Tom fans, just check this book out. Uh, it is once again a mass, the master of space and time's journey through rock and roll history. Uh, on Leon Russell. Check that out. Uh, guys, hit me up with your recommendations. I need, uh, I'm going to do some traveling. I got some playing time coming up. I'm going to need a good fiction book for when I finish Bill's thing. So I like thrillers. I like political thrillers, crime thrillers, stuff of that nature. Perhaps some uh, older stuff, mid 20th century, but I'm up for anything. Hit me. What are the crime thrillers, the political thrillers, the novels that you guys love, the fiction stuff that I should be reading? Uh, like I said, I got some playing time coming up. Let me know. 617-906-6638 for your reading recommendations or at Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. All right. Going to take a quick break, and I will be right back. All right, let's recap this thing. All right, let's do this. Number one, 
MC5 is available in your feed right now. Number two, Skip James is coming up next in your feeds. Number three, Richard Pryor episode of Badlands and the new series of Badlands launches on May 3rd. So go subscribe to the Badlands podcast. You're not going to get these episodes in the Disgraceland feed. You need to go and search for Badlands and you need to subscribe. Number four, Disco does not suck. Number five, youtube.com slash at Disgraceland pod. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And of course, now, my moment is in me reading the phone book from Manhattan in 1946 for no reason whatsoever. Here you go. Abe and Harry's Curtain Store, 576 Ninth Ave, BR Yan, 9-8078. Abba Albert, 120 West 70th, SC Hyler, 4-8771. Abaco Specialties Company, 100 Hudson. Walker, 5-5048. Abbott Brothers and Porters, 245 Fifth Avenue. Murray Hill, 4-4136. Abe Foot and Plush Toys, 53 West 29th. Murray Hill, 4-6947. AB Novelty Company, 575 8th Ave, 3-4173. Abiel Brothers Incorporated, 190 South, 7-4460. Abigan Reinhold Company, 30 Rockefeller Place, 7-0542. Abic Liquors, 6-2862. Above, see also. Quit talking and start mixing. <laughs>